Welcome to another episode of the Zero to SaaS podcast. In this podcast series, we'll talk to SaaS founders uncovering their journey in building and scaling their SaaS businesses. Today's episode is sponsored by Upvoti, a user feedback tool to collect and manage user feedback in an efficient and structured way. Go check them out at upvoti.com. Use the promo code 0 to SaaS10 for a 10% discount. Now, let's get on with the interview. So, welcome on. Let's start with a quick introduction. Tell us your name and a little bit of your background story and the product you're currently working on. Hey, my name is Sujan Patel. I'm the founder of Mailshake, a sales engagement tool. I also uh, own and operate a handful of other software businesses under the umbrella of Ramp Ventures. So, uh, you know, I started Mailshake. That thing took off, uh, well, it took a long time to take off. Uh, during that time, I got impatient and um, started buying SaaS companies. And so, over the last few years, I've, I've done about uh, 13 deals or so. My background is in digital marketing. I ran a digital marketing agency back in back in the early 2000s. And uh, the best companies I work with are software. And I, I try to figure out how do I get on the other side. Lots and lots of uh, painful mistakes in, uh, and, and attempts to try to get successful SaaS companies. And then launching Mailshake, I'd say we started when 2015, actually got product market fit and kind of the right customer, right product in 2000 late 2017 and so uh i've just been just been running SaaS companies for for that time and you know last 20 years focusing on b2b SaaS, specifically in the more plg or high velocity so more of the smb kind of bottoms up market so what's the business model how are you making money great question so uh our business model is very simple it's a recurring subscription so uh you know really make money on 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 customers signing up they pay us monthly or yearly uh, again, we have four companies, and so you know, although we make money and and revenue from our customers, you know, our bet is on on exit value and 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 uh, on on growing a healthy business. So, for for me, I make money as a as a founder when we exit the business or have some sort of liquidity event, uh, and 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 we reinvest most of our money, if not all, to growth. And how did you start a business? Take us back from idea to launch. So I started Mailshake in 2015. Um, like much many other founder stories, started with my own pain point. I was the VP of marketing at a, at a SaaS company, and I needed a product to do email outreach with. I was doing a lot of yeah, PR outreach, link building. Uh, our sales team was doing you know, outbound sales. And at the time, there wasn't a lot of great products out there. I think there was Yesware, ToutApp. Um, and some of the other competitors that had just recently launched, but really it was a lot of kludgy, um, really clunky products out there. And we tried them all. They sucked. I actually had a full-time person doing the outreach because it was just how cumbersome it was. And I really was like, how do I scale this? I can't hire five people. I just don't have the budget. So uh, that's when the idea of building a, a better outreach, email outreach and kind of outbound sales tool came about uh, when we started Mailshake, the customer for us was marketing folks so doing link building and content marketing and uh, pr outreach uh, that customer still exists but we've actually in the 18 months or so getting through that product market fit process we've actually learned the better customer the customer who's like have the instant aha moment is actually a sales rep or sales team um, they come in, they use the product, they can onboard quickly. So we built this whole thing around like 
no training required. And effectively, a sales rep can come in and actually start generating revenue very, very quickly uh, within days. So uh, that's really that aha moment. Then we rebranded the whole company, changed the name because we had a marketing-focused name. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how we got started. What was the best strategy or hack to onboard the first paying customers? So the way we got our first hundred or so paying customers was actually the work we put in while we're building the product. So uh, my background's in digital marketing. And so uh, I knew where I wanted to end up was in software. And I was like, well, let's just start with software for marketing and salespeople. That's where I had an audience. My, you know, again, growth people were kind of where uh, people who, who knew me. So I started probably five years prior to the launch of Mailshake, building my personal brand, building my blog, an email list. Uh, you know, it wasn't really big. And the year or two prior, I launched an ebook on growth hacking. And that helped me build a massive email list, about 50,000 people in about a about a six month period and generate enough revenue and capital to build the business. Anyways, long story short, when we launched Mailshake, when we got the idea of Mailshake, February, 2015, we launched in by July or August of 15, that full time, we just nurtured everybody, created content on a blog, nurtured our email list of what's working, what we're working on. And effectively we got our true 1000 fans. And when we launched day one, we had over a hundred customers. Um, it was actually our product market fit issue happened very quickly after that because uh, we were able to get all these customers, but not a lot of usage. And and so um, that's kind of when we went from marketing customers to sales. And so those hundred, we, we still have hundreds of marketing uh, use case customers. But when we got, how we got our first couple hundred sales customers was really changing and rebranding and then um going and, and doing some um, outbound. So what about the best strategy to get customers on board right now? My answer is going to seem a little vague, uh, but really I think the best way to get customers right now is building an excellent product. So I really believe the product is the marketing. It might not be the, the growth hack or the fancy thing you can do to get customers. It's hard. It's not easy. It takes time. But I, I believe that um, if you can get your product to do the marketing, then adding in paid acquisition content, any other marketing channel on top of that is an accelerator. And so effectively, uh, if you added, let's say for us, we have, we focus on the product doing the heavy lifting for the marketing. And then we add in SEO, we add in paid search, we, you know, we, yeah, uh, and, and things like that to really build the accelerate to our actual acquisition channel. So, uh, but at Mailshake, our best acquisition channels are actually our, our word of mouth and our brand. Um, you know, we've been around for, for five, six years now, and um, we've had over 65,000 users go through our product. And so uh, the, we've got literally three to 500 new users coming in through the door a month just from our word of mouth and brand. Um, and so funny thing is, our, you know, we do a lot of homepage headline testing and we could say literally whatever and still convert people because people have a, a strong affinity to our brand and a brand. Uh, what I love, what I love about investing in building your brand and, uh, it's, it's a moat you can create. You can't take away your brand from somebody. Facebook can change your algorithm. You know, IS 14 really screwed a lot of folks over or made a difficult increase acquisition costs. Uh, but building a big brand at the end of the day, um, doesn't, 
you, you, no one can take that away. So talking about the current state of the product, where are you at numbers-wise? Any growth numbers you can share with us? We don't share growth numbers. <laughs> Simple answer. Uh, we've been shifting up market at Mailshake, uh, focusing on increasing our ACV. Um, you know, we're in the multi-million ARR um, with hundreds of thousands of visitors. I think we have over 500,000 visitors a month. Um, growing monthly, but yeah, we don't share numbers. So on a more personal note, what is your biggest lesson learned as an entrepreneur? The biggest lesson I've learned is really to focus on doing the hard things. Um, you know, early on, there were some folks that were uh, maybe not the like on the fence of like, maybe you should, uh, they're not a fit for the company. I don't know if they're going to be a fit. Uh, maybe I'll keep them around, I'll train them, coach them. You know, I've really just gotten a lot better at uh, making tough decisions on behalf of the company as well as as, as various team members. I encourage folks to do the same. So, uh, you know, we've, we've made, you know, over time, a handful of bad hires or over time, the value wh where someone's stance starts to where they are in their career just gets misaligned. And instead of trying to drag that out, it, it's just really make those tough decisions. So one of the hardest decisions we made is from the beginning of time, we had a high churn problem, but we had high growth. Um, and so it never really, we, we didn't need to solve that problem. It was a problem, but we decided to defer it. And that was a mistake. If we addressed churn early on, and it was really about the customers we're going after and the size of our deals would be further along. And it, about two years ago, we made that tough decision to switch to going up market. And that meant we switched from monthly pricing to yearly pricing, um, because our churn number on the yearly was significantly better. Uh, and, and really... Again, we didn't. We we knew that was a problem. We let it go for three, four years, and then it became an even bigger problem. So I found that, like in business, problems don't magically go away. And someone, especially when when folks for your team, when there's a misalignment, you either have to get realigned or you need to get them out of the organization. Again, magically, things don't just get fixed. What's one piece of software you can live without? Slack. We use Slack every day. I I'm sure people are expecting some magical tool but effective communication um and and use we have a team distributor around the world and slack and all the features it has allows us to um, effectively run the org i get very little emails from my team so i i don't have to check my inbox uh if it's my inbox it's usually external so uh it saves me a lot of time what is one book you'd recommend to fellow entrepreneurs my favorite book i mean there's so many that have made an impact on my life i'd say never eat alone um a good book on just building your network. Um, uh, and, and so ever since I read that book, I think in 2012 or 13, I focus on building connections with, with people and regularly connecting with people. Entrepreneurship is, is often a lonely road. Um, and and you, you're, not a lot, you're not able to share maybe the burdens or difficulties with your, your team because you know, they work for you. And maybe that's not something you feel comfortable with. But when you have when you have a network of peers or people even further along with you than you, you're able to. It doesn't feel so lonely. You're able to maybe get, seek advice or what I find is a lot of osmosis. So again, never eat alone. Really, the general premise of the book is go go build your network. Who's your favorite person in SaaS or entrepreneurship to follow or read? Yeah, my favorite. I've said a couple of them. So favorite in no particular order: Jason Cohen, Tom Tungzen. And uh, Jason Lemkin, I think all three of those folks create content regularly uh, that impact me and, and have impacted me in many, many ways. 
Uh, I love Jason Cohen, Tom Sungson's kind of industry reports and, and kind of how they look at, uh, you know, how they look at like SaaS as a category. Um, and, and a lot of times every entrepreneur is like, oh, like, how do I do it this way? Like, what's, what's like, everyone thinks their business is very, fairly unique and really uh, generally it's, it, it sticks into one category and, and, and those guys do a great job of like kind of reminding you of the big basic stuff like building moats, you know, your NRR, how to, how to get that up. And, and what I love about Saster's uh, blog is really around those like five things to learn from XYZ large SaaS company. Um, you'll find a lot of really good gems um, in, in that, in those posts. Finally, last question, where can we find more about you and your product? Yeah. Best place to go is, uh, mailshake.com. Uh, we create a lot of content for our blog. Uh, we're really active on LinkedIn. So if you want to follow us, mailshake, just search for us, mailshake on, on LinkedIn. We've got an awesome newsletter. If you're a sales rep or sales focused founder, whole lot of value there that we drop every week, check that out.